0: Slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. How China Demands Tech Firms Reveal Hackable Flaws in Their Products Some Foreign Companies May Be Complying, Potentially Offering China's Spies Hints for Hacking Their Customers, by Andy Greenberg For state-sponsored hacking operations, unpatched vulnerabilities are valuable ammunition. Intelligence agencies and militaries seize on hackable bugs when they're revealed, exploiting them to carry out their campaigns of espionage or cyber war, or spend millions to dig up new ones, or to buy them in secret from the hacker grey market. But for the past two years, China has added another approach to obtaining information about those vulnerabilities, a law that simply demands that any network technology business operating in the country hand it over. When tech companies learn of a hackable flaw in their products, they are now required to tell a Chinese government agency, which, in some cases, then shares that information with China's state-sponsored hackers, according to a new investigation. And some evidence suggests foreign firms with China-based operations are complying with the law, indirectly giving Chinese authorities hints about potential new ways to hack their own customers. Today, the Atlantic Council released a report, whose findings the authors shared in advance with Wired, that investigates the fallout of a Chinese law passed in 2021, designed to reform how companies and security researchers operating in China handle the discovery of security vulnerabilities in tech products. The law requires, among other things, that tech companies that discover or learn of a hackable flaw in their products must share information about it within two days with a Chinese agency known as the Ministry of Industry and Information Technology. The agency then adds the flaw to a database whose name translates from Mandarin as the Cybersecurity Threat and Vulnerability Information Sharing Platform, but is often called by a simpler English name, the National Vulnerability Database. The report's authors combed through the Chinese government's own descriptions of that program to chart the complex path the vulnerability information then takes. The data is shared with several other government bodies— including China's National Computer Network Emergency Response Technical Teams Coordination Center, or CNCERTCC, an agency devoted to defending Chinese networks. But the agency found that CNCERTCC makes its reports available to technology partners that include exactly the sort of Chinese organizations devoted not to fixing security vulnerabilities, but to exploiting them. One such partner is the Beijing Bureau of China's Ministry of State Security the agency responsible for many of the country's most aggressive state-sponsored hacking operations in recent years, from spy campaigns to disruptive cyber attacks, And the vulnerability reports are also shared with Shanghai Jiao Tong University and the security firm Beijing TopSec, both of which have a history of lending their cooperation to hacking campaigns carried out by China's People Liberation Army. As soon as the regulations were announced, it was apparent that this was going to become an issue, says Dakota Carey, a researcher at the Atlantic Council's Global China Hub, and one of the report's authors. Now we've been able to show that there is real overlap between the people operating this mandated reporting structure who have access to the vulnerabilities reported and the people carrying out offensive hacking operations. Given that patching vulnerabilities in technology products almost always takes far longer than the Chinese law's two-day disclosure deadline, The Atlantic Council researchers argued that the law essentially puts any firm with China-based operations in an impossible position. Either leave China or give sensitive descriptions of vulnerabilities in the company's products to a government that may then use that information for offensive hacking. The researchers found, in fact, that some firms appear to be taking that second option. They point to a July 2022 document posted to the account of a research organization within the Ministry of Industry and Information Technologies on the Chinese-language social media service WeChat. The posted document lists members of the Vulnerability Information Sharing Program that passed examination, possibly indicating that the listed companies complied with the law. The list, which happens to focus on industrial control systems or ICS technology companies, includes six non-Chinese firms, Beckhoff, D-Link, KUKA, Omron, Phoenix Contact, and Schneider Electric. Wired asked all six firms if they are in fact complying with the law and sharing information about unpatched vulnerabilities in their products with the Chinese government. Only two, D-Link and Phoenix Contact, flatly denied giving information about unpatched vulnerabilities to Chinese authorities, though most of the others contended that they only offered relatively innocuous vulnerability information to the Chinese government, and did so at the same time as giving that information to other countries' governments, or to their own customers. The Atlantic Council Report's authors concede that the companies on the Ministry of Industry and Information Technologies list aren't likely handing over detailed vulnerability information that could immediately be used by Chinese state hackers. Coding a reliable exploit, a hacking software tool that takes advantage of a security vulnerability, is sometimes a long, difficult process, and the information about the vulnerability demanded by Chinese law isn't necessarily detailed enough to immediately build such an exploit. But the text of the law does require, somewhat vaguely, that companies provide the name, model number, and version of the affected product, as well as the vulnerability's technical characteristics, threat, scope of impact, and so forth. When the Atlantic Council Report's authors got access to the online portal for reporting hackable flaws, They found that it includes a required entry field for details of where in the code to trigger the vulnerability or a video that demonstrates detailed proof of the vulnerability discovery process as well as a non-required entry field for uploading a proof-of-concept exploit to demonstrate the flaw. All of that is far more information about unpatched vulnerabilities than other governments typically demand or that companies generally share with their customers. Even without those details or a proof-of-concept exploit, A mere description of a bug with the required level of specificity would provide a lead for China's offensive hackers as they search for new vulnerabilities to exploit, says Kristen Del Rosso, a public sector chief technology officer at cybersecurity firm Sophos, who co-authored the Atlantic Council report. She argues the law could be providing those state-sponsored hackers with a significant head start in their race against companies' efforts to patch and defend their systems. It's like a map that says... Look here and start digging, says Del Rosso. We have to be prepared for the potential weaponization of these vulnerabilities. If China's law is in fact helping the country's state-sponsored hackers gain a greater arsenal of hackable flaws, it could have serious geopolitical implications. U.S. tensions with China over both the country's cyber espionage and apparent preparations for disruptive cyber attack have peaked in recent months. In July, for instance, The Cybersecurity and Information Security Agency, or CISA, and Microsoft revealed that Chinese hackers had somehow obtained a cryptographic key that allowed Chinese spies to access the email accounts of 25 organizations, including the State Department and the Department of Commerce. Microsoft, CISA, and the NSA all warned as well about a Chinese origin hacking campaign that planted malware in electric grids in U.S. states and Guam, perhaps to obtain the ability to cut off power to U.S. military bases. One of six non-Chinese firms on the Ministry of Industry and Information Technology's list of compliant ICS technology firms, Taiwan-based D-Link, gave Wired the most direct denial, responding in a statement from its chief information security officer for North America, William Brown, that it has never provided undisclosed product security information to the Chinese government. German industrial control system tech firm Phoenix Contact also denied giving China vulnerable information, writing in a statement, We make sure that potential new vulnerabilities are handled with utmost confidentiality and by no means get into the hands of potential cyber attackers and affiliated communities wherever they are located. Other companies on the list said that they do report vulnerability information to the Chinese government, but only the same information provided to other governments and to customers. Swedish industrial automation firm KUKA responded that it fulfills legal local obligations in all countries where we operate, but wrote that it offers the same information to its customers, publishes known vulnerability information about its products on a public website, and will comply with a similar upcoming law in the EU that requires disclosing vulnerability information. Japanese technology company Omron similarly wrote that it gives vulnerability information to the Chinese government, CISA in the U.S., and the Japanese Computer Emergency Response Team, as well as publishing information about known vulnerabilities on its website. Thanks for listening to Wired! I'm Zeke Robison, and for more stories just like this one, visit us at wired.com. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at wired.comslash security. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast.